0: Hello, this is Aaron Sims. Welcome to my podcast. This week, I thought I'd talk about grace and mercy in the context of Matthew 18, verses 21 through 25. Uh, excuse me, 21 through 35. So, in, uh, in reading this text, if you go look at it, Jesus is talking about uh, forgiveness. And how often are we to forgive someone who's wronged us? And Peter goes to Jesus and asks him this question. And it comes right after Jesus had been talking about reconciliation. He had said that if someone wrongs you, you go to that person alone and show him his fault. And if he listens, then the two of you have been reconciled. If he doesn't listen, then take a couple witnesses along with you. If he doesn't listen after that, then take it to the church. And if he doesn't listen after that, then Jesus says, let him be to you as a Gentile or a tax collector. That is to say, let him remain estranged from you. You've done your your best to try to reconcile. Um, But then this week in Matthew 18, uh, verse 21 and following, the focus shifts a little bit to be about forgiveness. And notice then the juxtaposition, uh, because there's a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. It takes one person to forgive um, the one who's been wronged, but it takes two people to reconcile the one who was wronged Uh, And then the one who did the wrong has to repent. So if if someone has hurt you, you forgive. And in in order for true reconciliation uh, to happen, uh, the one who wronged you repents. And then you two are reconciled back together. Um, But to forgive, that requires just the one person. So if we talk about forgiveness, should I forgive the person who wronged me seven times? That's what Peter asks. But Jesus says, I don't tell you until seven times, but until 70 times seven. And the point here being, we're called to always forgive. And then Jesus tells a story. It's about a king who has mercy on a servant of his who can't repay his debt. And so the king cancels the servant's debt. He he does it purely out of his grace and mercy. And in fact, the the servant only had asked for more time to repay. He didn't ask for the debt to be canceled. He just asked for more time. But the king did a lot more than that. He canceled the entire debt. And he might expect then the servant to be so happy with the cancellation of his debt that he would go and do likewise to those who were indebted to him. Uh, but he doesn't. Instead, he withholds mercy from others who owed him, um, and, and who owed him, in fact, much less than he had owed his king. And so the king became angry made the wicked servant repay what was owed. And Jesus concludes with, So my Heavenly Father will also do to you if you don't each forgive your brother from your hearts for his misdeeds. And, you know, it can be hard to forgive another person for his or her misdeeds. And I've, I've certainly struggled with it, and I'm sure we all have. Sometimes the hurt is, is very great, and it's hard to forgive another person. And yet, our Heavenly Father has forgiven us so much more. You know, we were born in sin, we were enemies of God due to the original sin of Adam and Eve. And then we added to this inherited sin uh, our own actual sins throughout our lives. And if we reflect on the Ten Commandments, and particularly Jesus' exposition of them on the uh, Sermon on the Mount, we see that we've constantly sinned against the Lord. And so does the Lord forgive us up to seven times? No, actually, He forgives us 70 times 7. That is always. The Lord always forgives. And that's why Jesus Christ came to die and rise for us, so that we can receive this forgiveness. We owe it a debt that we cannot repay. We cannot make amends to God through our own efforts. Indeed, how can you even make amends for the sins of of our fathers up through Adam? How can we make amends for that original sin? We can't. We can't undo the fall ourselves. We can't even make amends before God for our own sins. And so that's why God made amends for us. He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. Christ fulfilled the law on our behalf. He was perfect for us. And then He atoned for our sins with His own blood. And was buried in the tomb even to fulfill the Sabbath rest. And then He rose on Sunday to defeat death and to remove the grip of sin on us, to remove its hold on us, and so through his work, all our debts have been canceled, and it's all due to God's grace and mercy towards us, and so then God tells us to go and do likewise, we're called to have mercy on others, show grace to others, forgive others, even if they refuse to be reconciled to us, we're called to forgive, and it's a hard thing to do to forgive another person, uh, particularly when what they've done is really hurtful, But what the world needs more of is grace and mercy, not retribution. Christ will bring justice with him when he returns. And for now, the church is charged with showing mercy. And the church's people was charged with showing mercy. And justice belongs to the left-hand realm of civil government because that's what God has charged it with. And so we're called to go show this mercy to others. And it really goes for those both within the church and outside of a church. There's a time for proclaiming God's law to convict people of sin and a time for proclaiming God's gospel of Jesus Christ to forgive sin. The tough part, really, is knowing when to wield the sword of law and when to bind up the wounds that the law causes with the gospel. And I think, therefore, if we're going to err on one side or the other, maybe we err on the side of the gospel when we're unsure what part of God's word to use in any situation. But we're also called to remain faithful witnesses to God's truth, even while proclaiming this truth with love and sensitivity to the to the fact that those who are unacquainted with the truth, those who are not used to forgiveness, those who have been in rebellion against God's word, the, the truth can be a hard thing for them to handle. And so we have to handle God's word rightly. The law bringing repentance and then Bringing, reconciling people with Christ through the gospel as we proclaim the gospel to others. But above all, we're called to show mercy to to others when they sin against us and forgive. So thanks for thanks for listening, and uh, I will see you next week. Thanks, God bless.